you want to flip it? Yeah, I am. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HAC Victory Mondays. God, we love those ones, Anthony, and we've had a lot of them. Nice, nice change. And what do we got? We I think we got a kit going out today. Oh, yeah. You're an idiot. Three, three goals <laughs> and a victory. We're going to be giving away a kit today. Maybe more because I'm in such a good damn mood all right top of the table back where we belong oh it's my, sweet. my, my. look at this is sweet all right absolutely love it we're gonna take a little quick second here say what's up to everybody we got alex p in here ciao tutti sev buongiorno jc army first place baby hey you know a little bit of a grind over the past couple of years but we're back where we need to be and we're fighting has and that's it been what we need to do you know uh, hasn't been too bad 18 games unbeaten oh yeah baby oh yeah baby hey it's correct you know That's those big lie. rigs those big rigs take a while to get uh, going off the line <laughs> but hey highway speeds baby now yeah the part of the steamroller <laughs> or the pavement now baby ain't nobody stopping us honey chow chow top of the table vincenzo g there's nothing wrong with crazy when For doing now. well and criticizing when subpar hey we uh we well do we do that we do that oh, all yeah. the time. The criticisms, we're going to talk about Juventus back on top because that's the theme of the show today. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Juventus like as a club, but it's just the individuals that have found themselves back on top and how they have done it all right. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. through the player performances, we've got a lot to talk about, all right, in terms of praise and we're going to talk a little bit about agendas because our very own lex dropped a little tweet out there and i might have to take a little shot at lex there but i'll be nice everybody do it no I'll you be... won't i won't be i won't i'll be. be nice so we got something coming for uh for mm -hmm. lex there all right but uh everybody yeah I tell you, that first half yesterday, I didn't think we were going to end up uh, giving one of those kits away, but uh, they managed to get those three goals. Blauvich. The only reason why I kept watching it was because I was running the main Twitter account. Other than that, I probably would have shut it off. I don't really shut off games. I, I'm being facetious. You know, People say, oh, I turned the game off. No, you don't. You watch the game. You will sit there and you will watch the whole goddamn thing like I did. <laughs> uh, Great I second half. Man. We can just probably just skip to the 45th minute if you want when we do the recap. Well, I tell you, we're going to get into this recap. And uh, real quick, I just want to give mm -hmm. everybody the lowdown on the news because there isn't a whole bunch. But McKenney mm -hmm. just more and more reports that he's staring down the barrel of uh, renewal to probably 2028. All right. And it should be arriving next month. We're very, very close mm -hmm. to February. Um, and then the other mm -hmm. is... Bernardeschi continues to push to try and get himself back into the fold. And cool. we are going to talk about uh, Bernardeschi on the backside of things. And then also, Jalo. Jalo oh, wow. arrived in Turin yesterday mm -hmm. evening, and medicals will be set today um, as he's already gone through. Um, Jalo's one that. Uh, actually does kind of excite me because of such a cheap deal and the payoff could be big 
if we get right. But of course, everybody, we have to wait as he has just returned to full training. So the constant question from many is, when do we see Jalo play? I couldn't even tell you right now because I don't know how far mm -hmm. along. He was literally like three weeks ago, Mirko Di Natale reported that he just got That's back correct. to full training. So maybe late February. Was it from an ACL tear? Is that what I heard? ACL tear? From an ACL tear? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, all players are different. Okay, mm -hmm. um, they can't all that be like true. King Kong who returns or in me. like a ridiculous you know I mean? amount of time. What was a King Kong, man? What was Chiellini like? Seven months. Oh my God, that was crazy. That was Same crazy. season. It was wild. I felt like it was that, okay. People look that. at that and be like, why can't everybody do this? That is the exception. He is not the rule. He is the exception. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. Now, the task at hand. The game itself, oh, like Ann said. The club is growing, my friend. I don't think we're going to spend a ton of time on the first half, everybody, okay? Nope. But uh, I got notes. we will get into this notes. here. So as far as the starting lineup goes, okay, um, we got starting lineup, and it was mm. very much as expected. Uh, Chesney, Gatti, Bremer, Danilo, Cambiasso on the right with McKenney. I like that. Locatelli, mm. Miretti, and Kostic. Vlaovic and Yildiz. If you guys saw my YouTube short, you would have seen that I said I would not start Miretti in this game. And the main why? reason why I said that, mm -hmm. the main reason I said why was that left side of Miretti and Kostic with what I saw before, I would not, I wouldn't go to it. It was it was a mess. I already have question marks on the left side with Danilo and Kostic, which mm -hmm. kind of came up again yesterday. Just we'll get into that. But Meretti, I wouldn't have started him. Unfortunately for all of us, Meretti was just on a shocker, man. Whew. Those days will come. And uh, I felt bad well, for um... the kid because there was a couple little, like, decent things from him in there. But it was immediately followed up with just awful, awful play. One of the more infuriating things that I saw Moretti doing was, as a midfielder, is just not getting goal side of your player. And he allowed that Kaba guy to turn him, like, repeatedly. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Moretti. You were a midfielder first. Goal side, why are you letting him turn so easily? It was actually painful to watch that type of defending um that was the most frustrating part and then just mm. what he did with the ball but Miretti was on an absolute shocker the rest of the lineup we didn't have any issues with Ant. it was straightforward mm -hmm. we keep moving mm -hmm. um i would have gone with Cavilia in this game and i have no problem with the suggestions that said Cavilia in the heart of the midfield slot locatelli over or two-man pivot Okay, um, either would have been fine for me because McKinney and Cambiasso change up so much. But Cambiasso, Cambiasso's versatility is key. And that guy had a game. All right, so let's get through this. First half, we probably have about like three things to talk about and nothing more. And yeah, that's just yep. uh, the way it played out. Okay, you've got uh, Kristovic uh, working at the top of the area in the fourth minute. Uh, it took Juve about eight minutes to kind of, okay, 
let's get into this yeah. and kind of push back at Lecce. The start That's was pretty ninth much ninth minute. Yeah, ninth minute we started turning around. And Kristovic, uh, working at the top of the area, gets a shot off. His planted foot slipped, and uh, Chesney was all over that. Um, just Check watches it wide. Tenth minute, mm-hmm. corner kick. McKenny gets way up on this one, but uh, cleared off by Kristovic. Uh, that number nine for Lecce is like very, very almost overly aggressive. He was everywhere, okay? And uh, there was... Mm-hmm. There was a bunch that uh, said in the live chat they didn't think he was going to make it through the game, but uh, managed to get through it and whatnot. But yeah, very aggressive player there. Uh, Danilo missed that. Danilo missed redirecting McKinney's header by about yeah, that much. I know. I know. That would have been uh, very, very nice, but uh, just couldn't get to that. Yildiz and Vlaovic in the 12th minute linking up in the area on a nice little interchange Vlaovic lays it off for Kostic has a hit just over target um if he would have got it a little more short side I think he would have uh, really gave Falcone some problems but uh nonetheless that was really the best of it and to be honest the rest of the half there's nothing much to talk about uh uh let me check my notes here uh nothing there's, I have right here in my notes, forgettable half. Yeah, very, yeah, very nothing. flat, uninspiring half from Juventus. Passing was terrible. Um, no creativity. It was almost, yeah. it was kind of scary. And we were talking in the group chat at halftime, and Lou brought up the point that this is par for the course whenever we play these lower mid-table teams. I'm like, really? So I, I didn't think so. But I look at the numbers. Last time we played Lecce, won nothing. Uh, who else is a lower mid-table team? Verona, one nothing. Galeri, 2-1. Monza, 2-1. Right? When you look at these games here, like uh, who else was there? Salernitana, 2-1. They, they had a red card. So these teams give us a bit of a fit, and it's just, you know, no real way around it. They And they came out punching. Lecce came out, and they were they were punching above their weight yesterday. I think only for the opening bit. Outside of that, they really didn't do much. They were much. being very physical in, in terms of their physicality. They were being yeah. very physical. Well, and that that appeared too from us because it was just low energy. There was probably only a few bright spots in that half, and I'd probably say it was Cambiasso, uh, Vlaovic, yes. Bremer, and yes. Locatelli. Four guys. Agreed. McKenny And yes, Adam, that's that's exactly how we played last year. It was it was going back to how we played last year. I'll give McKenny in there too because at least his energy was there and whatnot, but really the guys that were shining through were Loka, Bremer, uh, Vlaovic, and Cambiasso. Agreed. It was just low energy. 50-50s were lost everywhere, and that's why I think that's more what, Ant, I think you're alluding to is the 50-50s. Right. Lecce was yep. kind of on them more and... Uh, a little after so we needed us. a boost we need an energy that's and to sure. be honest we talked about it earlier with miretti that sub needed to be made at the 45th minute and just set the tone for the second half that's he waited tone. a bit he gave him a little bit extra leash there he 55th? got another 10 minutes before yeah. miretti gets subbed off around the 55th minute we get to the second half now there is a show and again this this left side for me with Kostic and danilo you guys i don't know how everybody else feels but for me it just feels shaky to me it just feels shaky to me really the only good times that teams can really generate to us seems to be from that side and it's almost appearing every game where you see these balls that beat 
that side. These through balls, these over-the-top balls, and they're getting beat and they're gaining space on us. They did this on one. Alkvist gets turns the edge on Bremer, and Bremer cleans it up wonderfully. Shouts and lobbying for a PK, never a PK. Never a PK on that oh, one. Oh, wasn't they they looked at it, but you could see the referee calling it off, talking to the Lecce players, he was calling it off. So Yeah, never, never a PK. Now called shoulder shoulder. Miretti subbed out. We talked about a 55th minute. Um mm-hmm. Cambiasso slid inside with Wea coming out there. Cambiasso is so versatile and he's just mm-hmm. so smart. He is so smart as a player. And these guys are so massive to teams when you can have utility guys. But let's go through the list because these guys need some love. Because it's not just Cambiasso. McKenney has been versatile this season. Mm-hmm. Weah has been versatile for us. And he's just getting back into the fold. I still have solid hopes for Weah. And I still I think he's stand. still getting into because he's still coming back from that injury. Like he should yeah. he should be fully fit, but he's st- I think he's still on the ramp up from from coming back. The versatility from these mm-hmm. guys is going to prove massive. But Cambiasso, like I said, could be in the discussion for man of the match, which we will get to uh, later mm-hmm. on. So fifty fifth minute, Miretti comes in, and man, it was almost like instant, almost instantaneous, instant. So McKenny. With a breakout for Juventus off, a nice touch in from Vlaovic. One touch mm-hmm. in, McKenney breaks through, and he he lays this one on Yildiz. What a touch from Yildiz to settle mm-hmm. this ball. Okay, Settles this one nicely, takes a hard low shot, forces Falcone on a mm-hmm. uh, rebound, but Cambiasso never stops his run. Kept going the because the rebound wasn't that far, but Falcone can't get to it because Cambiasso's right there applying the pressure. He gets it. He takes a look up. Okay, takes mm-hmm. a look up, sees a target, drops the ball right where he has to, and Vlaovic, that's a hell of a finish. That is a hell of a finish from Dusan Vlaovic. I was surprised he chose the inside of the foot, um, like the instep there, but... And he, and he did kind of muff it. He did kind of muff it, but he put it in the perfect spot. All they could do is stare and watch. 1-0. There you go. Beautiful, that's his job. Beautiful goal. And that's what people... I've been, I've been sitting in this chair talking into this camera saying that Vlaovic is our guy, but I've, I've, I've admitted... He's got to get. He's got to do his job and put the ball in the back of that. Even those half chances, that one was an odd height in step bouncer. He's starting to finish those ones that, like we, if he had missed that, we wouldn't have. I don't think we would have said, "Wow, you got to kind of finish that one." I think we, I think some people would have given him a pass. But now he's starting to finish the ones that are like the seventy-five percent chance ones and the sixty percent chance ones. Now that he's firing, look out. Well, he's he's doing what he he also had a header in this one that I thought should have been directed on target that he got wrong Missed off it. of one hopper. Yep, and it's it's just it's a drastic change. You're talking about a guy that, and this Correct, is Justin. we're gonna get to Vlaovic because all these, you know, criticisms and everything that there were everybody's trying to say this I told you so type thing, but the funny thing is nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. The biggest thing that's changed, this guy is finally confident. Now we're he doesn't look yes. 
like he doesn't look Great. anxious anymore. He just mm -hmm. looks like Max says, calm and serene. He looks like he's got that belief in himself now. And yep. this is the Vlaovic we've all been waiting because even when he was good, when he first came in for that second half of the season, he was not this Vlaovic. I think we can agree on that. This is finally the Vlaovic we've been waiting for. All right. We're going to talk more on Vlaovic a little bit later on. Okay. But one nil great finish, great goal. And uh, yield is Cambiaso and Vlaovic um, in the heart of that one. 68 mm -hmm. minute. This is a beautiful ball from Kostic going to the back post there. McKenney could get his first needs one, but that's the right call by Vlaovic. You never 100%. take a chance. You make the touch in. It's his second goal of the game. And feel bad for you, Mac, but that's the right play all day, every day. He heads it back that's... post. It is going to go in, but you never take that chance is to it? make sure that thing crosses. Oh, yeah, it's going in. It, it might hit the post, might pop back at the goalie. That is Dusan's job to make the ball, make sure the ball goes in the back of the net. I have no problems. Oh, yeah. I feel it bad is going for Mac in, a little bit. Okay. It is going in. You know, a true friend would have just stood by the post and uh, no, you know, a true watch friend it in, finishes. Nah, you better. I'm up. just, I'm just joking. You got to finish it. You got to finish it. And uh, yeah, sorry, Mac. It is what it is. Seventy fifth minute. Doku with a great collect cuts inside. This is probably Leche's best opportunity. Tech read this thing before this guy even uh, wound up for the shot, and he's there curling back post. Tech's there, catches it, no rebound. Um, Tech was on it for as far as when he did have work to do. He, he was already a step ahead of every shooter from Leche. So great stuff there. Mm -hmm. 84th minute, Illing Jr. is in the match at this uh, this time. I didn't think we were going to hit the giveaway, everybody. Beautiful cross. And Bremer's an absolute unit. All right. And there we go. Bremer hits it for three. Three nil. The freight train keeps rolling on. We get the hell out of Leche, and I didn't think we would hit that after the first half, but here we are, top of the table. Keep that pressure going for uh, Inter. It's beautiful. It's all good stuff, everybody. 300th victory for Max Allegri. We're going to get into all of this right now, okay? So now, and yes, McKenny gets the assist on that one. There you go. Now, Guys, get those likes up too, okay? Giveaway, I see the giveaways. No, you did not miss it. Giveaway will still be coming, okay? Settle down. Now. You'll get, you'll get your chance. And you know what? Kostic, that was a beautiful cross. So, Andy Meshin, beautiful cross. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, man of the match. Ooh. Dushan. Dushan. It's Dushan. Honorable mention for me for Cambiaso. Bremer gave Kristovic fits. Uh, he's an absolute unit. Locatelli, I think, could be in a show too. But ultimately, you, you needed the goals there. And uh, that first finish was a hell of a finish. The floodgates kind of opened after that. I'm going to go Vlaovic for sure. Ant, who mm. you got? Well, I wrote three names down. And I wrote them in the order I thought I would vote in. And then we kind of went through everything. You went through the highlights and people are talking here. I'm going to go with the order, and these are 1A, B, and C. I'm not – it's tough to pick one above the others. So I'll put – I went Cambiaso, then Bremer, then Vlaovic. And um, so I'll go with Cambiaso with as uh, my man of the match. There you go. He's, there you go. His hustle created that first goal, right? Him Here's... keeping it in, his vision. 
here's my thing is that I give it the edge to Vlaovic because mm-hmm. it was steady from start to finish. Great. So his performance was there start to finish. Cambiasso, we needed to get him involved more. And I said that at halftime. I said, you have to get Cambiasso more involved in this match because he looked the most threatening in the first half. Um, but he wasn't on the ball nearly enough. So his first half mm-hmm. still overall left a lot to be desired, not from a fault of his own. We just didn't yep. get him involved enough. Once he got involved more, things started to turn. So yeah, and credit to Max Allegri. Um, and Adam's got Allegri, man, man. This guy continues to do mm-hmm. what we have always expected from Max, and that's pulling Agreed. the right strings at the right time. All right. And uh, it's been paying dividends. What the guys are doing as substitutes coming on is absolutely massive. Okay. But uh, can I, we are uh, talk can about... I make a comment here on Edgar's post here? Let's look at the numbers. So he scored the game winner against Udinese, had, had our only goal against Bologna in that 1 1 draw. Uh, I think he's, well, he, scored, he scored two against Lazio. Game winner as well in that one. Uh, he scored against Inter, which put us up one nothing. Uh, scored the game winner against Frosinone. Scored the game winner against Salernitana. We've gone and... through it in bigger games, like and against the big clubs. Like he's been good, but the problem is, is that still fresh in our mind that attitude. There's been a big shift with Vlaovic. It's as about October. This Late is September, not the, October. This is not no. the Vlaovic we've been seeing. Okay. I agree. This is a completely, completely new Vlaovic. And maybe the guy just needed to get laid, okay? Because all of a sudden he's got some new broad in his life. And whoever she is, you hang on to her, okay, with Put everything you have. Grim death. You hold yeah, on to her like grim death. You stay together for yes. life, okay? Yes. Double Vlaovic, ring. put a goddamn ring on it, all right? You are a new man. Mm-hmm. So... The power of a woman, I tell you, everybody, okay? But the confidence is there, way. and now he it believes, can go okay? Way. Good, for, good for him, okay? <laughs> good for you, buddy. Yeah. Hey, everybody knows, you know, a new woman in your life back of your single days, you know, and you, you got a little pep to your step, you know? <laughs> and you're playing sports and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, apparently... It like and I don't know. Everybody's saying he's got some new girlfriend, but he's had. I think he's been with her since summer or something like that. Or they, I don't know what the story is. But anyways, good for him. Good for Not him. Not a bad idea, okay. Adam. Maybe we can send her some flowers as a thank you from the AJC. Yeah, massive thank you from all of us. Okay, <laughs> now let's go with this. Let's go with this. Okay, Vlaovic. As far as he goes, we can all agree this is the Vlaovic we've been waiting for and we're expecting. And there is a shift there for those that want to say, oh, you know, um, he's needed to uh, step it up and everything. I think the criticisms were fair. We're talking about a guy that has gone from missing sitters, sitters, Mm -hmm. to starting to hit those 75% chances, you know, those half chances Mm -hmm. and whatnot, and feeling it and visibly feeling it. Okay, so it's a night and day And his hold-up play. Hold-up play has been unbelievable. But... Through all the difference in opinions, okay, because, mm-hmm. you know, 
I always want to remind everybody to take it easy when we're out there on social media, you know, and I don't personally care. People come at me all the time for my opinions. Yesterday, I had to fight a fight for Sule and why I would sell him because it's pure profit and every goal he scores, I'm thinking cha-ching. But nonetheless, nonetheless, it's always an I told you so moment and everything like that. But I want to remind everybody that with Vlaovic and even our own Omer here, that came mm-hmm. back at me and said, no, I'm not done with uh, Vlavich. I said, I'm not done with him. But if things don't turn around quickly, that salary is a problem. Because you you've can't been pretty, have... You've been pretty steady on that. That's, yeah, that's you been can't pretty have Vlaovic going through struggles or any question marks. If you're on that money, there mm-hmm. should be no question marks. That, that's what he's bringing us now. He's eliminating... Correct question marks based on that if you get that consistently and he's finishing the chances he needs to be Mm -hmm. we have no problems i don't even care about the salary because that's what he needs to be doing but Mm -hmm. the point is when we have these differences opinions what's one of the most common things we say okay because omar said i want to see him under a different coach i want to see him in a different set nothing's changed but Vlaovic is all of a sudden delivering, is he not? Hard to argue. Max Allegri. No, we need another coach. We're never what? gonna score. <laughs> We're never gonna score more than one goal, whatever, in this setup and the way we played the approach. Got a ton of goals. We're starting to bang the goals. Guys, when the numbers are there, you really can't deny it. We create big chances with the top side in Syria, the one that's got way more quality than Juventus does. But here we are. We've missed the most big chances out of any team in the league. Those numbers were undeniable. They Mm -hmm. always were undeniable. Yesterday, you have another game where Juventus allowed Lecce to create zero big chances. Zero. And Juve, four big chances, bang in two of them. That's what we should have been doing the whole time. We were going through games with mm-hmm. three big chances and none scored. You can't do that and expect to have these comfortable victories. Because if you're banging in a half chance, you're not bearing your big chances. Th- this is the difference between making things a little more comfortable for yourself or not. But now all of a sudden our strikers yeah. rolling. Guys are finding roles. These unsung heroes that aren't the flashiest, that have all found a way to impact this team positively. But the truth in the answer is the difference of opinions. Everybody's kind of right. Everybody's kind of right. I was about to get to that. It's yeah. what and everyone wants to say, I told you so, but it's, well, what's right? Is it Max getting it right? Because he hasn't changed players. His system hasn't changed. No. Is, his, is it because his message is finally getting through? Is it because we got some players out of the change room that could have been causing issues? Is it now our players finally understand their roles and they're just, they're more confident what they have to do? I think it's all the above. I think it's everybody's opinion. It, I think it's a big melting pot of everything is just clicking. That, that's what you need. It's not one thing that was going to change this team. It was never going to be one thing. It was going to exactly. be, you need a whole bunch of things. It was going to be the team. It was going to be the manager. It was going to be the fans. Can't count out the fans who are there showing up home and away. So it's I think it, it's, it, I think everybody's right in this one. It it's it's always that that answer is kind of like in between, all right? But I think we're mm-hmm. starting to see that, you know, the guys are starting to execute better, for sure. Okay? He's starting to nothing's changed with Dushan, okay? But 
there is these talks that yield is that yield is is all of a sudden a guy that is out there that's opening up space for Dushan Vlaovic. So I want to talk about this. And mm -hmm. do you see that? Do you agree with that statement or whatnot? And do you think that Yildiz is the big key for this shift in Vlaovic as well? Because I don't really kind of feel that way, to be honest. But I want to get your thoughts on how you see them playing up top together. For me, that 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 role is still, sorry, that position is still Kiesis to own. So for me, it's he is still our 1A in this lineup. When it comes to Yildiz and Dushan, it, you can't deny that they're playing well together. The amount of work that Yildiz does off the ball and creating, even though he's you know taking some shots, like maybe three-quarter chances that he should be passing off, but that's what you want your striker to do. He's going to shoot. Good for him. That's what you want your, your strikers to do. Um, I wouldn't say that Yildiz is like, some world beater at the moment he isn't because he does have like lulls in the game where he kind of fades in and out but it's his highs in the game that really are are very exciting but you, it's the whole you got to kind of look at the whole picture when he plays again i'm not saying sell the kid i'm not saying bench the kid i'm saying there's gonna have to come a time two things are gonna have to happen one the management is gonna have to evaluate whether to keep both kiesa and yieldits and or Two, you have to figure out a way to get Yildiz, Kiesa, and Vlaovic on the field at the same time. Now, for me, it's not even a question. I keep, I'm looking to keep Kiesa and Yildiz at the same time. Yildiz, yesterday I thought his touch was pretty bad for the majority of the game. Um, mm -hmm. In the second half, he started to increase. I think getting Miretti out of there helped him find the pockets he needed to get to because... Mm -hmm. That's Miretti's game. That's the one thing he does that's a positive for him. Oh, is... can we just can we just time out for some here? We understand that he's 18. We we get it. We understand he's young, still has a lot of growing to do. Please continue. We got it. We know. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, is that his touch was poor yesterday for the majority of the game, definitely mm -hmm. in the first half. But that doesn't change his decisions because what he was trying to do when those touches yes. failed him, all those decisions were the right ones whether he's trying to hold up, stop, and hit a trailer, whether he's trying to cut inside. Everything he was trying to do and that I was watching him do, that's why I didn't get overly frustrated with him, even though his mm -hmm. touch was poor, his first half was pretty rough. And he, we'll talk about the touches and everything, but his decision-making is still on point. And everything he's trying to do and everything he's trying to get done, that is massive. That is absolutely massive. And everybody, relax. We love Yildiz, okay? Oh, yeah. You, We're just analyzing the performance, okay? We all have a bad day. Yes, we get it, okay? Nobody's saying ship Yildiz off. We're talking about the performance. Relax. Calma, okay? Yes, Calma. No. Go ahead. We'll Calma. Now, Yildiz, I don't think when we're talking about is he the direct... Um, you know, the direct cause of all of a sudden Vlaovic being able to... I, I don't agree with this comment. I saw it on Twitter. I saw it posted there saying it's because Yildiz plays this position naturally. This is what's going on. He's opening up all this space for Vlaovic. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. It's honestly... Vlaovic is completely different than the Vlaovic we have been seeing. Okay? They do play well together, but... 
Kiesa and Vlaovic started off the season red hot. Red hot. Oh, so yeah. it's not that all of a sudden Vlaovic has got it going because Yildiz is in here. Well, no, we got it going with Kiesa and him at the start. Then there was Kiesa interruptions. Had, Kiesa had four goals in five games to start the season. Then they're they're both, and they were both rolling. It's different, okay? It's different. But Yildiz is not the reason why all of a sudden Vlaovic is banging these in. He looks completely more confident and a different player. Kiesa, there's... We know when he's on, what he could bring, but Yildiz, for me, we we need a little bit more. He touched the ball like 22 times in the first half. In the second half, I think he touched it 10 times. And what he did in the second half, much, much better. Much, much better from an execution standpoint. But I'm still looking more involvement. And I think Miretti really killed him in the first half. Miretti kind of killed everybody. Uh, definitely killed my eyes in the first half, but... That wasn't working. So That's for me, Kostic Miretti is kind of done. And Miretti, we see the not a strong impact with Yield is there too. They're kind of in the same spaces and it's mm-hmm. ugly. So that kind of maybe hurt Yield is as well. But uh, moving forward. Yield is, I want a little bit more. And that's the one thing though Yield is does. Yield is stays to the left side. When you're looking at Chiesa and him in the game, there's a reason that Chiesa is at like 40 to 50 touches a game and Yildiz uh, only broke 30 for the first time yesterday because he had a lot of touches in the first half, even through those struggles, 24, 25, and then managed to get to 32. That's the first time he's broken 30 touches in one of these games. But Mm -hmm. Chiesa is everywhere and he does drift off to the right and left and everywhere. He's like getting nomad. 40 to 50, sometimes 60 touches a game, right? So I want yield is to kind of, but it might be by design keeping him on the left and maybe that's something that's helping. So not necessarily the player, okay? And maybe that's why it seems like yield is helping Vlaovic more. So maybe when Kiesa comes back, you stick him on the left and you keep him there. But we need help in terms of what's going on in the middle of the pitch. They still have to figure something out. Rabio was missed yesterday, though. Mm-hmm. Rabio was missed because uh, Miretti couldn't do it, but I would have liked to see Cabilia. Max went with Cambiasso, and what did I say about pulling the right strings? Bravo. He, Bravo. He hasn't missed. I think he. I think the only game he missed on was probably that Sassuolo loss. Other than that, Max has been red hot when it comes to his lineups and substitutions. He's, he's on, he's on feeling it right now. 300 yep. victories for Max Allegri. Oh, yeah. All right, nice. so 300 victories. He is two behind uh, Nerio Rocco, who's at 302, and then Trapattoni's got 352. Will Max extend? Will Max end up getting there in a few years and whatnot? Who knows right. what's going to happen? That's going to take Sorry, a while. That's just to... Serie A wins? That's Serie A wins? Yes. Syria wins. Trapattoni 352 through 689 matches. Nerio Rocco 302 wins, 747 matches. Max Allegri 300 wins, 491 matches, man. Sorry, what was Trapattoni's numbers? What was the first one? 352 wins in 689 games. But 300 in 491? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Wow. 
Wow. He could uh, he could very well take trap their uh, animation. Would you but, take Conte uh, over Max? Wow, wow. Um, Three hundred. How, how can you get rid of Max at this point? I, I know people are going to be like, uh, "Oh, what would you take a different coach?" How can you get rid of Max at this point? And you and I sat here this summer and said, "This guy's got to go." Yeah. And now look at it. It's like, how? Why would you change anything right now? It, well, it that's just no it. It's because you say you want him to go because you want this team to succeed and thrive and changes Agreed. are need to made. Yep. We couldn't keep going down that route. Now all of a sudden we're doing what we need to do. And it's like, well, now I don't want to change. Right. So it's nope. like, it is what it is, but the numbers are staggering there with max man. Holy Impressive. shit. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, that's, that's crazy. When you uh, take a look at that, uh, but uh, good on him. Good on him. I give him all the credit in the world because like, you guys saw us sit here in these chairs uh, through the summer, and I did not expect this turnaround. But we do have to talk about Max jerseys. because my good friend John Grow has members of his fan club that, you know, and John was with us. John was with us, okay? John was with us in the summer saying, you know what, we need to make a change, and I think we do need to cut uh, Max loose and whatnot. But now, you know, He's proven us wrong. Okay, good on you. We're moving. Mm -hmm. Max is a non-topic right now for the moment. We see where the chips fall at season's yep. end. But the reason I bring it up is because there's still some Juventini out there that say that this season, this season is a yep. failure if Max does not win the Scudetto. Anth, your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I can look at back at my preseason predictions. I have right here in my notebook. I took, I said 100% Juventus is winning the Scudetto this year. Mid-season, I also said, I'm still 100% confident we're going to win the Scudetto. Now, does that mean we were odds-on favorites to win at the beginning of the year? No. 99% of the, the people out there, including you, said top two. You were you were thinking top two, top three. Like, let's, you, your whole thing was let's compete, and they're doing that. Um, if my, he doesn't win this, my two Coppa, Italia, Coppa yeah. Italia is something that he should win. I would not bury Max if he didn't win the Scudetto this year. I had two I'm expectations based on what happened this pa these past two seasons, okay? Mm -hmm. And I said, number one, you're in that Scudetto race for the whole season till the bitter end, okay? Top two, like you've got to be fighting for that title with only yep. one competition. Number two, Coppa Italia, final. You got to make that final. You don't have to win either one of those. But mm -hmm. even being in the title race for the whole season through and being top two is a massive improvement on where we were these past two seasons as far as the league because we weren't in the fight for some time last season. You know, that dipped early on in the season that that faded away. Like, we... This is a big, big jump. What we're seeing is a big, big boost. And that's why to call this season a failure if the trophies don't come, I can't get behind that, okay? I can't be behind that. We have some out there that are already saying they won't judge Max on this season because Champions League isn't a part of that. And I don't think that's fair as well can't because we've been transitioning since Max left the first time. Mm-hmm. At some point, stability has to set in and you have mm -hmm. to keep moving forward. I don't want to go into another transitional phase, okay? 
And I always said, I don't give a shit who the players, who the coach is involved. Do you think I'm going to sit around and if we win the Scudetto say, oh man, I wish so-and-so was a part of this. I wish so. No, I could, I couldn't give a shit who gets the job done. Just get the job done right now. I don't want to go into another transition credit max. And I will not say that this season is a failure just because if the trophies don't come, okay, we can all admit that we surrender a lot of quality to the team that we're fighting with, but Empoli next. And then that big, big showdown February 4th. And I felt confident based on what I was hearing from the inter players, especially after our last game in Turin against them. Now that Juve's got the scoring boots on, I feel really, really good going into mm -hmm. that game. Momentum is a powerful thing in sports, Ant. And we and got that game's away, right? Yeah, San Siro. Whatever. I'm ready. The boys are ready. It's going to be... The guts aren't churning yet. We got last time. We got to deal with Empoli first. It's going to be a beauty, okay? And Empoli, yeah, they got a good win against uh, Monza, which actually surprised me coming out of this weekend. Uh, and that's results. something, too, that I, I really think this team has been doing. They've been taking it one game at a time, and it shows. They're they're not... I guarantee you there's not one player looking forward, looking seriously towards that intergame right now. They're, they're dealing with this one, one match at a time. Yeah. And... They've all bought in. They're all doing a magnificent job. Like, let's just keep it rolling, okay? But the one thing you can always bank on with us is the defense. For me, the defense is still solid. I have question marks over that left side, but I'm okay with it. As far as we get into with um, the defensive side, Locatelli yesterday, I finally saw people giving him some damn props on social media and stuff like that. It's and I think it was well-deserved. Yep. For me, the work that he does in terms of uh, the defensive side of things is unquestionable and unmatchable. Unmatchable mm -hmm. by anybody else that plays in that role that we currently have, okay? Yes, uh, guys can fill in. It's not quite the same. The guy gives us stability, okay? And everybody knows that I like the guy. I've been backing him all along. Do I... Admit that there's been struggles there? Absolutely. He had a bit of but a there, yeah. I will say this. I will say this. His influence and impact is starting to shift more and more up the pitch. We didn't see it yesterday because, to be honest, I think Rabio is a big part of that. Over the past few games, I've been hinting that you could see it switch into that in match, but Rabio and Locatelli are starting to form this natural... Uh, two-man pivot midfield and it's starting to work beautifully and it's helping Locatelli get further up the pitch as well and start to impact and influence the games further up the pitch I've seen that start to change I want to see more of that but of course we got to get Rabio back in the lineup there was these discussions okay that we had on here and you know uh some say well no Rabio affects the midfield much more Locatelli affects the mid the truth is they both do it in different ways but mm -hmm. together, Rabio and Locatelli, for me, need each other. Um, and the kicker here in the midfield is that McKenney has made himself a guy that you have to have on your starting lineup. Unbenchable. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, giving love to these guys, kind of the way Juve was built. All these non-flashy guys that get the job done. Cambiasso, uh, Wea could be one of those guys with the versatility. McKenny has given us the versatility. These guys are massive. Gatti. I see Gatti there. His first half yesterday, he struggled a lot. Like, for God's he sake, he couldn't, he couldn't read an aerial ball to save his life. Yeah, I didn't even notice him out there. Like, it was rough to see. Second half cleaned it up much better, but uh, that was a rough first half for him. They got a volley opportunity on a lobbed ball over the top yes. that is an easy headed clearance away, and Gatti couldn't read it to save his life. And he was struggling a lot in the first I half. The, I blame the lighting the system in the, in the stadium. Probably have some shit-ass lighting system over there. Danilo, Bremer, Rugani. Okay, for me, I still I want to shore up that left side because even through Gatti, some struggles here and there, we know he needs polishing. Uh, the left side, for me, is still suspect. Um, Danilo and Kostic, you know, and Kostic in general takes a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. I understand... From a balanced standpoint, playing Kostic. Yesterday, though, him and Moretti, him and Moretti for me is just a mess. That can't. It wasn't good. It no, was not like, good yesterday. No, they both. And when a bit the of a players shocker. start to go at each other, because Moretti was looking at the guy like, "Hold, where are you playing these balls?" Right, like I have no chance and stuff like that. And you see them giving it to one another, like that's just not good. Uh, but. The two of them, they don't work. As far as how Kostic goes, I'm open to at one point seeing Wea on one side, Cambiasso on the other. Chat, what do you think about it? Anth, what do you think about it? I don't like I breaking that... up McKinney and Cambiasso on the right, but I'm open to try it. Hmm. I think that's going to be just the natural progression of this team is there's a lot of smoke in terms of uh, Kostic's Kostic, his future, we'll put it that way. Um, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I think something, I think his decline in play kind of eased the talks of getting rid of Illing Jr. as his backup. Uh, I'm just happy that we have options. Last year, we didn't really have options. We were trying to piece together this midfield. I think we're still a work in progress in the middle of the park. But now, Guys are stepping into roles that aren't their main role. So Kambayasu comes in and out uh, in terms of like on the wing and then into the middle. We don't skip a beat. McKenney at the beginning of the year was a little shaky when he was coming to the inside in the Metzala role as opposed to the outside. But now when he comes in, we don't really lose anything there, right? He's he's really picked up his play both on the inside and the outside. I, I'm just happy that we have options now. But there is going to have to be changes made. Some players are going to have to be sold. Some players are going to have to be loaned. And I think we yeah. know who that is. I think we still need to make some purchases in the midfield. I don't think anyone's doubting that. This isn't the be-all, end-all, the midfield moving forward. But I'm there, open. To, I'm open to seeing there's changes coming. I'm open to seeing Cambiasso on left. I think it helps, and we've seen it early in the season. It helped Chiesa. I think it'll help even Yildiz if Yildiz is there. I just think it gives them more. Uh, when you have a player that attacks space in a certain manner, it opens up lanes for the other guys. Um, it's not really necessarily a knock on Kostic either, but 
I'm also just not set in stone on Kostic always being there. And again, I don't think it's that stable defensively that we have to stick to it. So, like, we continuously give up space down that flank and they get in behind that flank and penetrate that flank. And it's happened, like, on two occasions, probably every game for four whatever straight that... Those guys have featured on that side. I just, I don't feel like defensive stability is really that be all end all. And Cambiasso, he's been doing very, very well. Like he's been reading the game so well. Even Wea, when he stepped in yesterday, he didn't just go guns blazing up and attack. Like nope. he hung back, he waited, he kind of got a read for what was going on and then just kind of started to get higher and higher up the pitch there. For me, I think it's something that's worth trying. I just don't like when, and I mean everything is working now. We're doing well, but I think competition at spots is massive, and I think it's playing a part as to how these showing. guys. Yeah, I think that's why that's really a big showing. part of why these guys are finding their home amongst these squads and being able to have impacts. Right. So. Yep. One way or another. It's all good. It's all positive. And even if we're talking about trying these changes, the one positive out of it all is what I've been saying for weeks now. Max has options because of this. Yeah. So no matter how these guys are getting the minutes, they're finding ways, but he's got options. And it showed yesterday. He the only, the, only yeah, the only time we question a change, I, I think, and I'm I'm not I don't want to sound like a joke, but it's it's gonna sound sort of funny, is when Sandro comes in at left back. I think that's the only time when we're like Phew. Any other change, it's it's like okay, like for like, we're not losing anything at positions. Maybe striker, you can. I, but if you're gonna do that too, make it like yesterday. You're up three or whatever. You know, you're comfortable. Okay, that's that's the time. You know, right. on a scale from one to Sandra, I still love that. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, the lads are rolling. The lads are cooking. Okay, will somebody uh, come in the good. mercado? We still have to wait. We have to see. But uh, you guys. Drop a like on the video right Come now. On. We always tell you, feel free to clip whatever you like out of shows. Share the content. We appreciate all the support. The merch, the guys that are showing love through that, we appreciate it. The super chat through the watch-alongs yesterday, great watch-along as always. I love bringing you that, okay? We are very close to 5K, which is a beautiful, beautiful uh, achievement for the channel. And We just uh, passed 9,000 on Twitter. 9k on twitter there's no signs of stopping or slowing down mm -hmm. all right we're just cooking and we're gonna get to the fun baby because the receipts i keep all of them you guys yep. know that and just just wait and see because if 39 does in fact come home this season oh baby are those fucking chihuahuas gonna get it okay they're gonna get it that berto celebration that came out yesterday with the Machine gun tape. Oh, yeah. They're all going to get it. Now, kits. Oh my God. I think we should give some kits away. You want to know something? I think I deserve one. I, I don't have any kits. To uh, I'm up. looking at a bunch behind you. Yeah, Frank. okay. We should give some to the, to the people out here. Why not? One. Now, How many? Okay, hang on. Let Anybody who's new to the channel, hang on. Chucklehead over here. I think it was March or... February last year, you said if Max is the coach in 2023, 2024 season, I'll give away 10 kits. Yeah. 
That's uh, Bumblehead over here. Now, hey, you know how what? many of the 10 have you given away so far? Five? I got uh, another four here. And we've given away four already. That's eight. So there's another two coming. So we got another six. So four here now, two coming. That's six. That'll So four have been given away. So four begin. We still have six to go. So today, I, I, I wasn't on the show yesterday, but yesterday you made the bet that if Lecce scores three, sorry, if uh, Juventus scores three against Lecce, you will give away another shirt. No, I it's out of these kits. I understand that, but that's yeah. why there's a giveaway today. Yeah, because of you. We're giving Again. one of these away right now. Okay. Yes. But first, first, Animesh. Yep. I need Animesh to drop a comment here. I don't know if he's still in there at this point. Okay. Animesh, where are you? Animesh. Hello. Let's Animesh. wait for Animesh here. Okay, because. Yeah, I've got to address Animesh. Okay. But uh, look at everybody's oh, firing here. here. He's here. Yeah, and I fully expected that. Animesh is a long time, long time supporter of the channel. He as is the longest here. standing membership sub for the mm -hmm. channel and everything. So aside from the giveaway from the Leche game, Animesh, I'd like to offer you a kit. So reach out to us, all right? And uh, reach mm -hmm. out to me. We have you on WhatsApp. You're in the group chat, everything. Animesh, reach out, and uh, we will give you a kit, all right? And thank you for the uh, yeah, continuous support that's been nonstop. You are one of the OGs, all right? And uh, it's much appreciated, all right? Thank you. Now, as for everyone else okay mm -hmm. all right how often do i get my hair cut that's the question uh, how are we gonna do this how are we gonna I do just, this? i so, just asked the question how often do i get my hair cut i guess it depends answer. what animesh picks because you could go 95 96 you could go out of stone or you could go with the 15 16 there's also a gati away here and uh Depending on what he picks, but the other will have the second choice. Sal, how do mm -hmm. we give this away, Anth? How are we going to do this? Well, We've RB got Comps already answered the question. Here. He answered last week. He, he, RB Comps won last week, right? i tell you how we're going to yeah. do it. Um, You're up. Everybody drop. Everybody's got to drop, I guess, a comment. And I can randomize the comment selector. And then whoever's comment it picks could get the kit. Do you guys want to do that one? Or do we do a trivia question? Well, we did the trivia thing last week. Um, and RB comps won it once. Look at Moser. I get my hair cut once a month, buddy. It's once every two weeks. Come on. Stop. What am I? A zoo animal? Once a month? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I like the I like the comment randomizer because We've had we've got up to about seventy one today, but what I would say is I think people are coming in and out. If you do the comment randomizer thing, the person would have thirty seconds. If you, once you pick their name, we have to make sure that they're still here. Okay. All right. So it's essentially just spinning the wheel of the uh, the mouse on yep. the chat, and whoever it lands on 
gets it. Yep. So if you haven't dropped a comment, this is your chance. I'm going to give you Can like a comment? How do two I do minutes that? to drop one. But there are some that want the trivia, but we did trivia last time. Let's do it random. Okay, let's do yeah, it random. I like the random. Okay. And again, a couple of minutes here. And then we're going to let it rock, okay? So I'll give you a couple minutes here. Storm the Barn, by the way. Um, there were some in the chat. They're gone now because everybody's trying to get comments in for this uh, random I'll generator. I'll scroll right? up. Let's see what we got here. I didn't see any come in. I saw Neville saying, can I ask an early one? But I didn't see him actually ask a question. There was one. Sorry, I remember it. I remember it. It was Swarit. And he had come in and he had asked for... Um, oh. He had asked for uh, the status on Kiesa and Rabio. So the status is game, uh, it's day-to-day. -day. They're both being monitored. Uh, as far as I know, there's optimism that both will be available for Empoli. But do not be surprised uh, if it's like a preserve-type scenario where maybe they come into the game. I would expect Rabio to start and be available because his is just a light strain. As far as uh, Chiesa goes, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come off the bench, get some minutes leading into uh, the intergame. And we might have a decision about playing Yildiz to start even against Inter and maybe Chiesa coming off the bench. So it's going to be interesting. Max has options, all right? Now... I have everybody firing put in another, here. Look at uh, this. I question. love it. Amici Dinasuno, by the way, absolutely yeah. hilarious. But yet again, on the live watch along, Coco Melon strikes again. We needed a goal. And I can't remember the game. It was as a joke. Uh, we were playing awful. We couldn't score. And James, it was James Lapierre from the Vancouver Official Fan Club says, you know what? I'm going to go watch Coco Melon with my kid. And bang, we scored. And right since that moment, the ongoing joke has been, say Coco Melon when we need goals. We said it yesterday and literally in like two minutes, the team scores. It's absolutely hilarious. So Coco Melon has become the magic word around Juventus so, and needing them to score. Absolutely hilarious. Did, the only downside to another, that, uh, the only downside to that is when I'm watching the live watch along and I'm yelling Coco Melon, my kids think that Coco Melon's going on or there's like a Coco Melon party and they want to jump in here. But uh, it's absolutely gold. The so is. there's enough you, comments you, in here. Let's show some love. Again, if you haven't dropped a like on the video, let's do that. But here, here it goes. Random comment generator. Good luck, everybody, okay? Vincenzo G. Vincenzo G gets it on the random comment you got, you got generator. 30 you have seconds to comment. 30 seconds to comment. 30 seconds to comment, Vincenzo G. 30 seconds to comment. 30 seconds to comment. We have 20 seconds left. Imagine the stream died out oh, for him or something and he just Did you like... say no way? Because I see it. Oh. Did we just miss it? I... Oh, I there he is. Boom. Boom. I'm here. Congratulations. Reach out to us on one of our social media platforms. All right. And uh, we will hook you up. Okay. Obviously, Animesh will get uh, his choice. You will get your choice on the kits. All right. But congrats. Mm. And everybody else, don't worry. Don't worry. We have more. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Okay. There's, uh, there's two more out of these ones. Okay. There is another two coming up. 
These are kits 32 and 33 given away from us since like the start of the channel, the start of the show or everything. And uh, we always uh, feel it's extremely important to show love to what I think is probably the strongest community out there ajc army second to none you guys are the best you deserve it and uh, thank you all for your continued support and it's put us in uh some very interesting light for some future endeavors that i hope start firing up this spring everybody we're, we're trying so you know there mm -hmm. might be some uh stronger connections that uh you guys have kind of been fighting the fight for me and the channel and the team for quite some time fingers mm -hmm. crossed it pans out we are currently working on it all right but uh thank you very very much and we have forza juve saying praying for the 20 dushan goals feeling nervous uh now when he is in form i'm not feeling nervous i make these wagers and i'm happy when they pay out. So the bet is if Vlaovic scores 20 goals this season, that's another kit on top of the 10 that I have no problem giving away to our friend here. Hey, I'm not nervous about it. I'd be jacked if this guy goes mm -hmm. off and scores 20. I hope he scores 40. Um, I have no problem. If I have to give a kit away to get these guys to do what we're doing, if I have to give 10 kits away to get Max to do what, this, what he's doing this season, I will gladly do this all the time all right so yeah i am not nervous absolutely love it all right now storm the barn we have time we have time we have uh we i put one in the in our in our guest chat that was copied from up above i don't know if you can bring it up oh or yeah just, i usually uh usually shut down the guest chat because i don't want to have uh yeah i don't really want to listen to you guys uh, more well, than uh, on the show what is it? Bring it up. <laughs> Bring it up. Uh, uh, I, I apologize if I get the name wrong, but it's M-E-H-R-A-N. Is it Miran? Mayran? You got it. So his Storm to Barn question was, Benucci effect, question mark, or Magnanelli effect, what is the key to this season's success? Wow. Okay. So I have no problem firing away in here, um, to be honest. Um, I think there's a definite cleanup in the locker room. Mm -hmm. definite and i don't think that uh we can really deny it anymore as far as uh bonucci there was also hints of quadrado kind of becoming an issue there and if you think back to the time when uh players were speaking out about the approach and everything and what's going on there was three guys one of them still currently here but obviously is not a problem quadrado bonucci and even tech who never says anything kind of spoke out about what was going on but Benucci and Quad are gone. And I think we can all agree, something I've been saying for a while, this team feels like a family again. Feels different. Yeah, they they feel mm -hmm. all together, uh, all united, all for one. Like they are a unit. And mm -hmm. you can't you can't deny that. As far as Magnanelli, I would say I don't like I think at the start of the season we were seeing almost maybe too much in terms of moving everything, but we were getting results and stuff. But then all of a sudden we got smacked around uh, by that blackout against Sassuolo. And then we mm -hmm. kind of dialed it back. And I feel like everything began to be a little bit more calculated. Calculate is the best word. That's right. Yeah. We just started to mm -hmm. become a little more calculated in terms of 
We don't have guys going all over the place and going all out for offense. It's very, very calculated, and guys are making time runs, and we're trying to utilize space. And as that's happened, aside from guys that have left and aside from Manianelli coming in, the players themselves, like we've given props to, have been putting Juve in a situation that as we get closer to the end of the season and the summer mercado, if things continue the way we are going right now, Juve is going to have a ton of difficult, difficult decisions to be made. And that's a very good problem to have. But the players, players are getting sold, kids. The players, Max, the coaching staff, um, mm. management all deserve um, a big, big um, pat on the back and just props because it's working. It's working. All right. Now, as far as uh, what we what we go on and move forward and what's going to happen this season, I'm enjoying the ride right now. We're rolling. We're in everybody's Just roll heads. With the kids. Yeah. Talk of the town is how you know Juve is back. All right. So yeah, let's keep it going. George, in my opinion, the Scudetto is going to be decided at the match in the Miazza. Do you agree with that, Anth? Mm, I would. I would have disagreed if they said the first match at home where we drew but this match where it sits we're we're going to assume that inter is going to win so we're going to be two points behind again let's just play the game and their their next city match we're two points behind going into this one going five points behind with 17 to go could be could 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 mean the scudetto i don't see inter dropping too long to like dropping five points for us to catch up the way they're playing. A draw wouldn't kill us. Shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. It is going to decide the Scudetto. We're going to win it. They won't be able to recoup. We're already in their heads. Now. And then there's that as well. Speaking, I'm saying, yes, I agree speaking in a realistic, like if we're playing the game that if Juventus loses, I don't think it decides the Scudetto. No, the I truth is, does. I don't think it decides the Scudetto either way. You can have easily have a blackout game. We talk about momentum. Momentum is a crazy thing in sports. Mm -hmm. This can affect every single direction. Okay. Again, look no further than to all the examples we've been faced with as our own club. All we heard about at the beginning of the season when things were going good ever since that Sassuolo blackout, this is unsustainable. We can't play this way. It's going to catch up to us. We're going to start dropping points. But the flip side the entire time was what? If we get scoring, then all of a sudden we're really cooking. Well, so far to 2024, that's been the case. And mm -hmm. it's the same with this game. I'm looking at Inter, and things are going to ramp up for them, okay? that This last game, this last blowout, doesn't really change my mind. It's changed some of the Inter fans' mind, or at least they want to say that so that they don't appear to be nervous. Mark my words, they're nervous. And if they're not, mm -hmm. they're living under a rock because they should be, okay? Because Max is becoming vintage Max. One of the things I said is if he figures it out and all of a sudden now everybody 
it was the joke of the town around Syria and everything. Oh, Max Allegri this, Max Allegri that. Look at what's going on with Juve. Yeah, I hope they keep him. I hope they extend him. God damn it. Now we found it. We figured it out and he's cooking. And now they're scared about an extension, whatever. Because the next run's going to be longer than our last one. This game does not decide it for me. It does not decide it for me, okay? Um, I think there's still a lot of work ahead. They are going to be making a push in Champions League. And they've got a tough match right off the get-go. I think there's some slip-ups. There's some slip-ups. And momentum, talk about momentum. It could also fade for us. Like, it could fade for us. We have to be careful and whatnot. One game at a time. But I do not think that game decides the Scudetto. I think the Scudetto gets decided later on, uh, closer to uh, season's end. Will we be in for another Cinque Maggio? Who knows? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Could it be possible from Pierre here that an Allegri sacking might be warranted depending not on if we lose, but how we lose Serie A? I'm an Allegri supporter, by the way. Okay, we're we're 15 points up on fourth at the moment. Like if we, I, I don't really understand. Like if we finish six points back of Inter instead of two, or we finish one point back. I think one point to to Juventus's in Juventus size, one point is the same as eight points back. We're second. Yeah. If, if we finish in second place, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Sure, it could be warranted if that how we lose is catastrophic like, from what's going has on to right be an, now. Like we drop like fifteen points. Yes. Like if we all of a sudden, like what we're seeing now, flips and we don't get the, the results. The exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. The exact opposite would pretty much have to happen. Um, that's like we're the losing only how three four nothing. That like, could really warrant it. I mean, really nice, yeah. in a perfect world, we go into his final contract year. The only discussion mm-hmm. is that Max might not want to go into a final contract year. The other discussion is that Juve won't go into a season with a contract on a final year brought mm-hmm. out by Romeo Agresti. I think it actually would be good for all parties, to be honest, to just go into that one before making any decisions. Dead but man walking. you can't have your cake and eat it too, I guess. So mm-hmm. see what happens. This feeling of the team is the same as 2011-12. No ultra big names, just a hunger to win. It definitely feels like that season, Neville. It really, really does. 100%. 100% I get those vibes. And what's interesting is we've been getting a lot of those same vibes, uh, and it came up on the preview show yesterday and stuff about, you know, Baggio, and we can talk to that moment in time. Baggio stepping Whoa. out. You have this young guy in the wake there in Alessandro Del Piero. Now all of a sudden you've got Chiesa with question marks. Again, a player with a significant injury and mm-hmm. time's coming. And now all of a sudden you got this uh, hot young gun that it's like, okay. Um, your thoughts on that similarity? Because that similarity is kind of there, is it not? I brought it up in the group chat. You guys were talking about I think I was the one who brought it up. I said this. Listen, I'm not comparing Budjo to Kiesa. I'm not even comparing the same. It's the same injury, but the rehab in 1993 compared to 2023 is completely different. Back then, you had to go full cast for like six, seven weeks. It's Budjo had like seven surgeries. Don't it's even, the same in terms of the situation as a a key player. You let's know. just do that. Yeah. Okay. 
So um, it it has the same feeling that, you know, you have the next guy in line. Is he going to Wally Pip the main guy out of that position? I think this one's different. That team was loaded back then too. Like that team was awesome. Yeah. I think this team has space for both. And Kiesa yeah. um, is, I believe Kiesa is younger than Budja was when in yes. 1994. So it's it has the same feeling of it. I don't think it's anywhere near in terms of the player's status and where they are on, on the world stage. No. But I think it's a bit different in that both can fit in. But management's going to have some tough decisions. And, and that's what I mean is it's going to be a very, very interesting summer around mm-hmm. Juventus. And uh, for me, with um, Chiesa, I feel this way because majority we don't have a team strong enough in terms of ready now town. So I'm looking to keep Yildiz and Chiesa. That's my goal right now if I'm Juventus is we keep both of these guys. But the thing is, is that you're going to be stuck with some difficult decisions if Sule keeps going. But for me, Sule, you know, everybody knows where I stand on that one. I'm thinking cha-ching, but those want to see him come in and get integrated. I don't know. I'm looking more towards uh, number one. He's getting sold, everybody. That is pure profit there. Pure profit. Brought him in on two mil, like in, what, 2018 or something? Uh, Something like that. Pure profit. I don't think there's any player... On this roster right now. And this is my challenge to everybody. I said if you're looking to keep Sule around. Who brings in that much capital. Capital. Immediately in one fell swoop. Kiesa brings in more. Not even. Capital. Not capital. Not based on what he stands us prorated on the books and everything. He will not bring in a pure pro. If we sell Sule. For 35 million, 30, 35 million euros, that is pure profit. If you sell to try and make 30 million capital on a Chiesa sale, you would have to sell that guy for what? 80 to 90 mil? I don't know if we hit that. I don't know if we hit that with the question marks around. And that's where we get to. You're either selling a bunch of players. And why would you do that when the roster's finally cooking? Mm-hmm. Or you sacrifice Sule and hit it in one fell swoop. For me, that's the road I go. But it is a question. And you Sule's know, getting sold. For me, I see a guy that could be a Serie A journeyman that's going to be a streaky player. That's what I see in Sule. I don't think he's going to be this be all end. But if he proves me wrong, hopefully it's at Juventus and not somewhere else. If that's what he ends up doing is mm-hmm. crushing it. Now, Neville, guys, 51 points are to be played after the intergame. Still a long way to go. Never forget 2002. Maybe another chance. Hey, I said it. I think it's going to go down uh, later on before this thing is decided. I would love nothing more than another Cinque Maggio. That is forever one of the best moments around this club. And, uh, you know, me being a fan and whatnot, absolutely loved it. You guys talked about uh, the 2011-2012 season. That was incredible going into that season from finishing seventh and really the expectations just kind of like, okay, let's see what we got. You got an older Pirlo coming in that, you know, Milan turns their back on and everything and Conte coming in and 
the new stadium it was just so much going on and you're just like okay let's see it and it just ended up being pure magic is there going to be magic this season let's see one thing's for sure i have been enjoying this ride way more than i have a season in a long time okay Mm -hmm. the last time i the last time i probably like truly enjoyed a season is probably what 17 18 where i was like ronaldo's really first season those were all his first and, season 18, and 19? like really enjoying and then it was like okay we're on the down with allegri around and then it's sorry it's pirlo and then it's the return and it's been just this back and forth and so many question marks we're finally getting stability moving the right direction i'm enjoying this here i'm enjoying the games and even through the 1-0, yeah. the Cortomusa, I was enjoying the games. I'm enjoying this Juventus because the identity is coming back. And one of the big things I talked about yesterday, Juntoli. I yep. trust Juntoli. But furthermore, this came up in the AJC Army, uh, uh, the members chat. This club has regained my trust, Anth. Yep. They've regained my yep. trust because... They showed me that trust the process in terms of with Max. They corrected the situation with the ultras and brought the stadium atmosphere back. Okay. And constantly work on developing a better atmosphere for the fans. This is things I can speak to, truly speak to you, no bullshit behind the scenes that I know that there's ideas and things coming in place to enhance the fan experience at the stadium. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, furthermore, Juntoli, there was an opportunity for us to make some moves that we didn't really believe in, but everything seems like it's going to be done on our terms, not mm-hmm. just for the sake Agreed. of doing something. And yep. that makes me have full trust in Juntoli as well. Right now, I am extremely happy as a Juventus fan. And for those going back to one of the topics that came up earlier, trophies, if we don't get them, whatnot, I am still extremely happy. Unless there is a catastrophic turnaround, I am still very, very happy with the jump this team has made into this season. And we finally feel like Juventus, vintage Juventus, a family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've regained my trust, man. They've regained Fully my trust. agree. Yeah, it's, it's just enjoyable to watch. You know what I mean? Like, God, it's just, it's like a weight lift off your shoulders where you don't have to dread. I know Joe Cappuccino likes to put those funny pictures yeah. out at all Juventus plays today. It's like, come on, man. It, it's got, I know he's just doing it for fun, but uh, I, this is an interesting question. I, I think we almost have to shut this down, but uh, the sec, the Storm to Barn question there, would you want Pogba back? This is, we've talked about this, and I've said this. Pogba coming off a seven-month ban with no gameplay, even finishing a Chinese buffet completely full. So basically operating at 60% is better than Meretti at 100%. Going back to... Yes, Yes, I would take him for the last two months. I can't trust his body. So if if he comes back, it... 
it would have to be a scenario where Juve didn't have the option to terminate because if they have the option to terminate, I think that's a blessing in disguise and you take it and run. I don't go back into this salary to 2026 on a guy who beyond this problem still had a body that we couldn't trust to play two games back to back. So that's true. If for me, if that option is there, you take it and you run all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I'm sorry, Paul. I've always admired you. I've always loved you as a player. Yep. But mm-hmm. Jesus, man, enough's enough. It's been a nightmare. Now, I do want to talk. Uh, and yes, I agree with Alex. You know, terminate that salary if you have the option and look elsewhere. Given that that T starts anytime a midfield gets injured, I'd gladly take Pogba back. So Medetti, I did I did say I gotta talk about Lex out there. So Lex out there put out a tweet. Okay. Maybe I'll put it out here. And uh it's pretty funny. But uh we gotta pick on Lex. She always gets such a free ride, you know? Such an easy ride. But uh let's get into it. She made a comment about Medetti. And it was, oh, half the team is playing awful, but let's Pick on Miretti because it's just agendas. It was something along those. I'm trying to find it now. Um, but the truth is, I don't think it actually has anything to do with Miretti agendas. I would actually argue the opposite, that it's almost a Miretti, a young player agenda Whenever you talk about these guys, remember earlier when we were trying to analyze Yildiz's game and it was just like, he's 18, like all that. It's like, hey, take it easy. I would actually argue it's the opposite, that the young guys, there's an agenda protecting these young guys beyond everything they are. I got, like, there was guys coming after me for Illing Jr. when I was like, I don't think he's really shown enough that Kostic, like, has to be benched and sat for him. I think they should rotate naturally anyways. But I don't think we have to put Illing Jr. as this blown up thing because I kind of think like we sometimes have this tendency of overrating these guys. And I think like the young guys, there might be agendas protecting them rather than going at them. Like everybody approaches it so softly. Like I just call it how it is. I don't have any agendas. Uh, Sandro is probably the only one. But outside of that, like, I think the young guys maybe get protected. And it's interesting because this question came up yesterday. And I'll ask you for your answers. Mm-hmm. Who's the most overrated player? Who's the most underrated player on the current roster? Manetti is totally overrated. It's not even close. And underrated, I don't think, uh, I don't think people rate McKenney as high as they should be rating him. Yeah. I had the young Actually, guys. Actually, no, I, I would say Rugani. I think Rugani gets a lot of hate for something like anytime he makes a slight missed pass, like, oh, there's Rugani again. Oh, here we go. He hasn't, he's played two bad games in three years. So I think. I, I say, these... like, I I think the young guys, there's a couple of young guys that are over, even through last season, not going on this one where he's not getting minced, but Ealing Jr., I think, is like potentially so overrated based on what fans think and the fact that so many are like don't sell them don't sell them i probably wouldn't lose sleep over illing jr 
to be a hundred percent honest. Like I like the guy. I think he should be getting more minutes than he has. Uh, but I think like we tend to really overrate the young guys. And there was a lot of shouts for Chiesa as more overrated. But I'm like, no, God, no, I can't agree with that. I think uh, one of those young guys is along the lines. Miretti probably being uh, the one. Uh, Loka underrated. I'm in there. I'm in there. Want to see Sandro on the podcast? Oh my God. Oh my God. I'd, uh, I don't even, (laughs) you know how long that podcast would be? That guy is so slow. Okay. He run. he doesn't even sprint. He doesn't run. Like I could imagine his answers would all be like 20 minutes long. I think it would be a drawn out uh, podcast. He's too slow. This one right here. Where's Rovella? During the game yesterday, I actually looked up his stats. Because I was like, where the hell is the Rovella hive? Oh, oh, they died for the winter. And I love it. I love every minute. No, he's not getting minutes. But like when he does, he actually looks good for Lazio. And the majority of their fan base is saying, why is Sari not playing him more? And it's still a stupid deal, Anth. We made nothing on it. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. We didn't lose anything there. We're fine. Oh, really? Because when we got skinny in the middle, (laughs) half the people were like, God, I wish we didn't gift Rovella away. And he could have helped for sure. God, you guys. Everybody wants to be right. You know what? I couldn't care less. Rovella Hive. He's our savior. The fuck out of here, this fucking guy. Yeah, but Ant, the only reason you, you said you that is because you have no idea who the guy is because all you watch is Juve. So you're you're right based on ignorance. <laughs> and you're still not right. Always wrong. But anyways, you guys, it's been yep, a brilliant show. Enough. We love Victory Mondays. Uh, the banter's mm-hmm. great. The giveaways are great. Congratulations to Vincenzo G and Animesh on getting kits. And hey... Stay tuned because we're going to have details on another one that's going to be given away through social media later on this week, okay? So nothing to do with games. Um, Another kit's going to be given away through social media, so stay tuned for that post, okay? You guys are the best around. Um, I'm going to be looking at more giveaways besides kits just to keep saying thank you, okay? It's been a great, great uh, run for us. There's no signs of slowing down or stopping. We're just getting cooking and now the Mm -hmm. team's cooking as well so yeah we're trending up baby momentum is a beautiful thing you guys enjoy your weeks i'll keep you uh in the loop on the news and then of course this weekend we got next up uh empoli before uh that big big february 4th and yes 5k very very soon thank you all for your support as always no matter what fino alla fine Forza Juve, and uh, hey, watch out out there. Carry your umbrellas around because the tears are going to be flowing when Juve starts ripping the way we're doing. And those chihuahuas, oh, they're crying. They're crying, all right? Everybody hates and gets scared when Juve's doing what this Juve is doing. Vlaovic cooking. Yildiz, next up and comer. Let's get Rabio back. Let's get Chiesa back, all right? And let's get fired up. Empoli. We need an absolute route. I never say that about a game, but we need a route in that game to really, really dial things up and spice things up going into that one against the Thieves. Oh, yeah. The guards passed. 
the thieves. And I had that brought up by my friend Forza Inter there. So what happens when we chase you? I say nothing. The guards have simply caught the thieves. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, everybody. Take care. As always, Fino alla fine. Forza Juventus. Top of the table, baby. Juve's back on top where we belong. Ciao tutti. Set the tone. Yeah.